Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I particularly want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash fsfilms uh, and our $20 tier supporters there, Drevy and Alexander Smith, Bates, Cat, Waterflame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much uh, as we do already. So thank you very much for all your support over the years. Uh, and if you're watching live, uh, please be sure to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy. I am the Dungeon Master, uh, taking this group through a um, group of players through an adventure uh, uh, of... of my devising set within the world of Exantria, specifically the continent of Wildmount, as seen in a show you may have seen. Um, I'll go ahead and introduce people, uh, and we'll go ahead and start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Eska, Human Rogue. And Zagrog? Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Hakim, Human Wizard. And L. Hi, my name is L, and I am sick, but I am playing Prize, the Elf Cleric. And Lilf. Hi, I'm Lilf, and I am playing Keris, the Humanish Warlock. And Navarin. Hello, I'm Navarin, and I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. Alright, so, when last we left off, uh, you were trekking your way through the Dunrock Mountains. Your goal had been to slip your way around the border of the Dwindalian Empire, uh, into Jorhas in order to escort your drow companions, Quaven and Zarema, to the Kryn dynasty. Uh, Zarema is an Asimar of Loth's bloodline, uh, who had a secret buried in one of her past lives of something. Something that had led her to be a captive of the Cerberus Assembly uh, in Rexingtrum from birth. What that information is, nobody seems to be sure, or at least nobody you have access to seems to be sure. Uh, but the Assembly seems to believe that it could help them win or lose their war with the Dynasty. The plan was to deliver her to the Dynasty, where she could undergo uh, an an... She could reconnect with her past life. There's a word, I can never pronounce it. I should just say that from now on, uh, and reconnect with her, reconnect with her previous lives, and gain that information. Uh, while making your way through the mountains, you had had a few encounters so far. Uh, first, you had found yourself swooped down upon by a young white dragon that you were able to defeat with some difficulty, uh, taking some rest in a cave. That night, Hakim had been approached by the illusory form of Reina Jaskal, an agent of the Assembly who is trying to convince the group to hand over Zarema and save many lives among the Empire and its citizens in the process. The attempt was rebuffed, and Reina did say that she would see you all again, and also warned Hakim that she was not the only person who was seeking Zarema. Next morning, Hakim informed the group of the meeting, had some discussion 
Uh, you ultimately moved on, continued on your way. Uh, the next night, you took refuge in another cave using Hakeem's uh, a tiny hut protection spell for shelter. Uh, that night, uh, during Cameron and Karis's watch, a noise was heard outside, and Cameron went to investigate, only to be attacked by a drider and a group of drow. Uh, the group engaged the battle, and while there may have been a couple of close calls, uh, you managed to defeat your attackers. And as the Drider was the last one to finally fall to Karis's blade, that was where we had left off. So, you all find yourself um, standing outside this cave. The hut is still active. Uh, surrounded by these bodies in the immediate aftermath. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to look over the body. Okay. A, a body of one of the more humanoid drow. Right. Well, I guess they're all humanoid except for the drider. Except for they? the drider, yep. Um, yes, one of the one of the drow and look to see what we know about them. Are they Zohas? Soldiers, or are they just random drow, or plus, you know, looting generally? Right. Go ahead of... and make a uh, a perception roll as you're as you're inspecting. Sure. Anything Anybody for else having who wants to as well, can as well. Great. Twenty eight. Well, huh. there we go. That's a, good start. That's a real good start. Uh, is anybody else gonna? Okay, that is a 10 for prize, 19 for Karis. I'm still trying to look to see where that other one ran off to. Yep, yes, there was one that had managed to escape. Um, I would like to try and track that one. Okay, roll me a survival roll. I'm I'm going to try and point out like which direction and everything, so that gives us assistance. I got twenty seven. That's pretty damn good. Um, yes, get all your good rolls out now. Yes, please. <laughs> um, I don't have anything planned for you after this investigation. No. Um, so doing the, doing, doing the investigation prize yet, yeah, you are, you're just distracted. Um, Karis and Cameron, you find these are, I will also make it history rolls for you to, to see if you can identify history. I will actually rephrase history or religion, your choice. Anything for having previously Fort Zohas as a soldier, things like that. I'm looking for like no, no not um, in this case. Sure. <laughs> uh, how about I'm going to call out to Quaven and be like, not to stereotype, but any idea who these people were? Fair enough. Um, that will definitely help. Quaven will or Quaven will. Come I over. mean, I'll, 
I got a pretty rubbish history, 13 anyway, but I know that I don't, that's not the sort of thing I'm going to know. Yeah. Immediately, um, what you two can tell, and soldiers of the dynasty generally have a very distinctive armor. Quaven has it. Um, it is this armor that sort of, it's done for an intimidation value, but there are, there, it's built in so when they move into battle, there's almost a whistling sound as, 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 as air flows through it. These people are not wielded, are not wearing those. Now, you don't necessarily know, uh, uh, Cameron, if, because you don't have any experience with this, you're sure the dynasty has their black ops soldiers that you don't want, that m- might want stealth and not want to, you know, be making creepy whistling sounds as they slip their way past enemy lines. You're not sure. Uh, Karis, you have probably not in any kind of direct fashion, but you, you've, you've probably had like, distant sight encounters with these kinds of people because you tend to deal with let's say people who dance the line of the law and not from time to time not that Cameron doesn't but these don't strike you as members of members of the dynasty in any way um, they are dressed for specifically sort of, it's almost specifically, uh, uh, generic. Um, but there's just a, there's a coloring among the group of them that all identifies them as, as part of the same group. It is a sort of, black and 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 purplish overall black with some purplish detailing that is if it was some kind of you know behind enemy lines espionage group they wouldn't be identifying where they come from so you are reasonably certain that this is not any form of group officially or unofficially associated with dynasty. Um Quaven sort of walks over, looks down and he he kind of as he approaches, he has that expression like there's a little curl of the lip. There is a there there is a, a pretty clear sign of disdain. And he seems to know what he's going to be expecting as he approaches, or what what he's going to be uh, uh, finding as he approaches. Uh, uh, he sort of looks down, looks it o- looks out over the body. Says, "These these would make sense with there are only so many people who uh, of of so many drow who operate with driders." Riders are children of Loth. That would make these people, and he kicks the one in front of him. Not exactly, you know, it's a dead body, but still. 
not exactly in a gentle way. Members of Loth's group, which would be, I would assume that there are no priestesses here, but that would make them part of the Children of Malice. A million name in any way? Roll me a religion roll. My religion is limited. Not heard of it before. No, no. (laughs) Not many children of malice living in in the Menagerie Coast. Yeah. Cameron, that name sounds vaguely... You feel like you've probably heard it at some point. You don't... It it doesn't strike you as necessarily well. But it's a term that, that, that isn't completely foreign to you. Um, Quaven sort of the the children of malice are lost network. Um, her agents on the surface mostly. Um, they they are here to 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 carry out the bitch's doings and. Uh, Take down the Klin Dynasty is a big part of it. Um but also wreak her many vengeances on, on on those that have wronged her and help hopefully bring her bring her various goals to pass. Okay, so so they would be not against the dynasty even if they're not with the Empire. Yes. They would be, they would be very much against the dynasty. They may not, I've never known, I've never received information, but then again, I am just a foot soldier. It's entirely possible that the, the children of Malice are working with the Empire. That would not be something open. Which would be actually probably that would be fairly evident to, and the, the those who are citizens or have spent significant time in the empire, which Hakim you have not, but mm. the other ones because the empire has its list of approved gods. Yeah, Hakim did was yeah. thinking that. Yeah, love would not fly in public. No, <laughs> no, love and all of the betrayal. Betrayer gods, but also some of the prime deities are not on the approved worship list for the Empire. Hakim would be aware of those policies, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um while this is being discussed, Seeker, you yep. it's easy enough to track where this person went at some point. Prize can prize can show you where they went, which was they had essentially. I can put the uh, grab my, my. They had essentially gone, sort of, this way, and then had leapt, like disappeared in the shadow and reappeared. There continued to run, disappeared into shadow again. Every time they were hitting, dim shadow. I see. They were teleporting. 
Right. So you are able to track them probably a good three or four hundred yards. So not an insignificant mm-hmm. distance. But you are eventually going to lose them even with a 27. They're just, it's, they're... Yep, makes sense. They're moving too quickly and there's too much space between their, uh, between their footsteps. Eventually there's going to be a tree that they can just jump up in, that they can just teleport into because it's shadowy in there. Not to mention weather. Yeah. Yeah, They are pretty well gone, gotten away at this point. I'll head on back. Yeah. Probably by the time Seeker gets back, uh, the haste spell runs out and uh, briefly hinders Seeker. (laughs) (laughs) Seeker has to stop and reboot. Mm. Hmm. But also, so, uh, Cameron... In your searching, in addition to the, the, the obvious stuff that you've seen, so they do have some money. Uh between the 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 four four bodies, the Drider does not have any bo- any money. Drider does not have Drider has um uh a sack. Long sword. Uh, and yes, obviously, if you want to try and harvest things from the dryer, that's the thing that you can definitely do, or try to do. Uh, but it has a longsword. That's basically it. Uh, the the others, you find probably a you find about sixty gold pieces. That is both a mix of. Kryn Dynasty money, Empire money, and there are a few coins in there that you recognize as as um, circulation more up in the north in the Euthydern area. Um, so they are either very well traveled or They've gone to a few cosmopolitan places where all this stuff is generally generally kind of mixes together. There is one place you can think of that fits that immediate that you guys have been to recently. Which would be Shady Creek Run. Hey. Uh you also find on one of the bodies, uh probably the one uh, uh, sort of dead center. Uh, you find in there, and in terms of like equipment wise, they're all wielded, they all have short swords or long swords, two short swords, two long swords. They all have hand crossbows. Um, they all each have a vial of drow poison. And that one center one, um, you find us, they're, they're largely devoid of anything identifying other than, you know, their bodies. 
This one does have a note, or not even a note. It's like a scrap of paper that's sort of scrawled down, and you see... Um, it lists, actually, no, what languages do you speak? Uh, not, uh, common and Zemnian. Common and Zemnian. You don't know what it, you don't know what it says. It is just scrawl to you. Um. It does look like, almost like an itemized list in the format. Right. Um, I'll uh say, can anyone read this and hand it? Probably, to, probably to um uh uh, forgotten his name already. Um, our friend. Oh, Quaven. Wait. Yes. Where is he? Did he move off the map somewhere? Or is he? No, he's just his nope. name tag is hiding. Yeah, he's so, right there. Oh, yeah, I should tag. I, I should make sure that his. I was visible before. I think maybe oh, it's underneath. Pla- yeah, it's underneath. Sorry, it's underneath the drow body. That's Let's right. remove the drow body. Uh, I don't see the one on um, Zarema, though. So that's maybe something oh, to fix. Interesting. Okay. Uh, While we're anyway, anyway, I was going to point out that I'm taking um, one of the long swords and a hand crossbow. Okay. I will also take a hand crossbow and any of the poison and, and yeah, any of the poison. Unless somebody else wants some, I don't know if anybody else is proficient with poisons. <laughs> nope. So, Hakim would probably collect any hand crossbows that no one has looted, just because Hakim recognizes that these are valuable items. Even if he can't use one. Cool. So yeah, you guys can add, add your character sheets, whatever, whatever you guys get. There are four hand crossbows, two short swords, it's... three long swords, six. What is drow poison anyway? Drow poison is, I think I, it is what in... I got hit with last time. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, but as a, as an item, I mean. So, if you if you get hit with it, it's it's injected or you know damage. Um, you must succeed on a DC thirteen Constitution saving throw or be poisoned for an hour. The saving throw fails by five or more. You fall unconscious, and you wake up if you take damage or somebody takes an action to wake you up. It's basically sleep poison. But even if that, even if, if you fail the same throw but still stay conscious, you you are poisoned, so disadvantage on all that stuff. So who do any of them have any ammo for it? Yes, they do have. They do have crossbow bolts. Cool, it's fine. I'll just take some of that. Yep. So yes, uh, um, I take it. Uh, mm, Cameron and Seeker took a hand crossbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hakim would be picking up the remaining two hand crossbows. Okay. Hakim would probably not bother picking up any bolts, so if someone wants to gather more than the probably something like 20 bolts on one, then they could gather up oh. 
more from the no, other bodies. More than that. Yeah. Are we bothering to keep track of ammunition? No, I'm not. I'm not horribly worried about it. Within reason. Like, I'm going to assume that you probably re re up when you hit cities and the like. Yeah. But if you guys like avoid cities for like seven months, I yeah. I mean I like to think Seeker is able to um sort of craft. That's also um, fair too. Trees and things. Yeah. You know me. I'm not a. I'm not a big bookkeeping uh, DM. So. No, it's all good. It's nice. It's nice to not fire off like a million bolts, but it also it's not massively important to keep track right. of to the individual. Yep. So as you okay. guys are you guys are gathering, uh, uh, divvying that stuff up. Quaven takes the note, looks at it. And he says something that the people and the people who understand Undercommon definitely recognize as an extremely foul curse word. This has so for example it says um Dampier may have some sort of issues be uh, traveling through Shady Creek Run. Use and it lists because my brain is not functioning at the moment. Things that are tend to be more effective against undead. It's in huh. on, and he proceeds to go through. He, he actually kind of stopped there. It is a list of all of us and our weak points, etc., etc., etc. I would like to know what mine are. <laughs> I would like to know how I am described. Construct. Does not, apparently apparently does not know where he comes from. Damn. <laughs> oh well. Poison ineffective no, as a fine. rule. <clears throat> I know where I came from. I just you know it's funny that they don't. <laughs> uh, what was that last bit? But do you? <laughs> well, I think I do. I uh, do not use poison. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, will generally be be uh, alert and active at all times. I suppose that is mostly accurate. Attempt to close into mm. closer close range. If possible, in combat, do not fight at long range. Seeker hefts the long sword. It's like, hmm, noted. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, this stuff did not help them as clearly. (laughs) Gestures to the bodies. Mm -hmm. 
something, but I am... Heck, it does I'm present there. an interesting question of where they got all this information. That is interesting, indeed. We, we, did, we didn't know we would be there. How did they, how, I mean, so they must, it must have come after we were there. Hmm. They were set, they, it sounds like they were sent out before we reached Shady Creek. Yes, because it mentions that I might have them. How could they possibly know we were going to be there? We, hmm. I mean, there are magical means of getting such information, I suppose. Mm. Clearly, we should find more of them and find out what our future endeavors will contain. Uh, Is it worth knowing what everyone's weaknesses are to try and get rid of them? (laughs) Nigga, like, spins the long sword around, looks at you... (laughs) Hakim actually laughs. <laughs> Let us read the weaknesses for fun. Weasel. Let us make. Let us make Jeremy make up the weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> we will do that another time. We should push on for now. Wizard. Throw heavy rock at. <laughs> Will fall down. (laughs) Yell loudly at. (laughs) Will fall down. Stiff breeze. (laughs) Dies of 1d4 yelling damage. Um... (laughs) Send a bard. Use vicious mockery. (laughs) Uh... It's meant to be a debuff, not a murder spell. Hey, whatever works, works. Yeah. Remus says, well, I'm glad that it didn't actually work. You know, didn't they weren't actually able to kill us. Hmm. I'm a little concerned where they got it, though. Hmm. Yeah. The... Well, I will hold on to it. Yeah. Just in case. Raven will hand it over. I am reminded of us being followed in the forests north of Shady Creek. We did spend some time traveling through there. That's those are the folks that were following us could have had such information. The tabaxi. Jeremy. Yeah, the tabaxi. I'm not saying they necessarily did. Hold on, Jack. Would would I know anything about the tabaxi and whether or not they would work with them? Go ahead and roll a history roll on that. Sorry, Zach, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it was just... The tabaxi didn't necessarily share this information, but it's possible... Yeah, Karis, you're not sure. You don't know enough about them. I mean, you can make some very basic inferences based on your experiences with them. The Tabaxi were not cruel to you. Yeah. 
Loth and her sir Loth and her worshippers are generally pretty cruel. But it doesn't mean that it's not a front by the tabaxi. Doesn't mean that they don't doesn't mean that they're necessarily concerned about what goes on outside their forest. Hard to say. I don't think that the Tabaxi would be working with these people. And she kicks one of the bodies as well. It is... They were not cruel, like these people. But then there are the wizards in the Empire that are aware of us. So yes, there are definitely this all kinds of divination magic that these people we keep being by. found. Hmm? So at least two possibly distinct groups have found us. In the middle of nowhere, yes. Yes. It is not not coincidence, and I maintain that it is difficult for us to be shielded against such magics, which I assume are... I'm, I'm certain that are in play here. If we can't stop it, there's no point worrying about it for now. Hmm. We need. Let's move on. At the very least, even if they know where we're going, if we're moving, we're harder to fight. We should at least finish sleeping. Yes. Uh, yeah. Stretches. <laughs> yes. That seems sensible. And he he stands up and walks back inside the cave, right, or inside the for, hut. Sorry for breaking everyone up. I was not asleep. Your statement is factually incorrect. I do not sleep. Also, what is what is the alternative? Sorry. That's not an answer. <laughs> Seeker is going to turn to whoever is nearest that isn't prize and be like, "What? What do you term the?" Like gestures with his hat, with his hands, like, <clears throat> um, what do you term the wanting to attack someone but not kill them? Ah, <laughs> uh, I suppose anger would be one word for it. Wanting to attack, uh, <laughs> wanting to attack someone but not kill them. 
Um, assaultive? I don't know. Aggressive? Yeah, angry? Angry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> Turns around, goes back in the heart. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. You guys go back into the go back into the hut, settle in, finish it up. It might the rest actually of the be night. depending. Yeah, depending on if this was the second watch, it could be that Hakim doesn't go back to sleep because Hakim's on the next watch. Uh, that's a good point. When's when? When in the night are we actually? It was, I believe it. I believe it was second watch. Yes. So does that mean Karis and Prize both get to finish a long rest? Yes, everybody does get to finish a long rest. Yay! I think I was on the third watch tonight. Then probably since I right, I left. Um, Karis and Prize to have a private conversation. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we get to the third watch and I uh the third watch had been I think Hakim and Seeker. I believe so. Traditionally. Yeah. And I I guess um Cameron tonight, but hmm. So, yeah, you guys have any conversation to have? <laughs> well, I think, um, I think Cameron probably is gonna start like move all the bodies that are out there, though. Okay, yeah, that's like, mm. find a crevice to. Put him in and just like put some rocks on them or something. Yep. Something, some, some, some small amount of, um, I, I don't know, decorum is that the right word? Probably not quite it, but you know, some, some, some small amount of these are people who have died and we do need to do something with them, even if we, they're enemies. Help. Okay. Seeker is confused by the whole process, but assumes you're doing it to avoid tracks. And then at some point, while uh, on watch with Hakeem, Seeker will be like staring, staring around, like doing his sort of stare in one direction, turn head 45 degrees, stare in that direction, turn 45 degrees, and then like will pause briefly in the middle of doing that and turn to Hakeem and just say, I appreciate your continual assistance during battle and then just carry on scanning. <laughs> hmm. Just nods. <laughs> See Seeker seems pleased by that whole interaction, like his his sort of his posture adjusts. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I did it. 
<laughs> in his own in his own head he's like I <clears throat> it's like I knew I could you know I knew it, um what was the way of phrasing that there's like an inside seeker's headshot and you just hear him his thoughts where he's like hmm some of them do make sense internal dialogue <laughs> yes that's the word yeah. I'm looking for <clears throat> all right so you guys get your long rests in Nothing else assaults you that night. Get my long rest in for Quaven and Jerema. Long rest, not short rest. There we go. And yep, you guys get up the next morning. There are your breakfast. I think uh, during breakfast, Hakim would uh, bring us up, uh, not allowed, not like privately to uh, towards Zerena. Is there, isn't there a chance that in your house people might potentially treat you similarly as the Empire did as a tool? She pauses for a moment. And it. She gets a look on her face, like, clearly she's thought about this. Like, it, 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 it's sort of a tentative look. Um, yes, it's, uh, no offense, Quaven. It is possible. But the way I see it... I know for sure where I was, how I'm treated, how I was treated. Could it be I worse? Did... Yes. Could it be better? This is almost exactly what I told this, uh, told the lady that, that appeared to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that the Cerberus Assembly is mistreating you, to say the least. And while I do not know how the Yorha's people treat you, I'm willing to take that gamble. Yeah, it's... At the very least... If I want to... If I do want to go through uh, an amesis and, and and reconnect with my previous lives is apparently a thing. Um, the assembly doesn't have that ritual. Hmm. They would have to get to me out of me some other way. So, the very least, if I want to figure out, if I want to, if I want to make that connection, which I'm generally do, uh, uh, because hmm. it definitely does feel like there's something, there. there's, it's weird to explain, but it feels like 
the whole of my experiences are not the whole of my experiences, but there's like a shroud over hmm. anything beyond what I know. There's like a, a, a curtain of fog that is just dropped between them. And I sometimes I can maybe see glimpses and I can see uh, hints of things and uh, uh, forms in the forms in the fog. Um, it's kind of like a like thinking of having finished a jigsaw puzzle, but not realizing that the edges are not edges, but you are somewhere in the middle instead. Kind of, that it's a, yeah. Mm. A little bit like that. Like I don't know. Have, what there is was a, a jigsaw point. puzzle? <laughs> Actually, I think I think Hakim is able to demonstrate using his transmutation powers. Ah, uh, I think he can probably create some simple uh, items that that would demonstrate what a jigsaw puzzle is. Uh, let me look. So you create a problem and then solve it. Well, yes, a little bit. It's a mind teaser. Think of it like training. It just shoots an arrow into where the part you've done the transmutation into the puzzle, and it's like, yes. <laughs> But train for your mind. Oh. I was not meant to do that. <laughs> it's like Alright. Seeker, I don't know if this will this will this will be a point of reference for you, but I would imagine for the rest of you you know there's a point when you're growing up when you realize that there's a world larger than this city that you're in or even the house that you're the house that you grow up in and there's a whole world out there but you don't know anything about it beyond what you see outside the window or just barely outside the walls that's kind of what my memories are like hmm I am kind of having that experience currently. Fair. So yeah, I do I, want an, I do I'll want recommend an, it. I do want to be complete, I guess. And that may mean that I'm being, I, I'm going somewhere that may not be safe for me, but I trust Quaven, and I trust all of you, and it feels like the best choice. It certainly feels better than going back to the Empire or just hiding out somewhere else in the world. 
I suppose there are places where you could potentially hide if you wished, but it would be difficult. And clearly they can find me anyways. Eventually. Hmm. I mean, again, these are some of those powerful wizards on Wildmount. Possibly on Exandria. Probably on Exandria. And... And see, and through you, seeking to gain even more power. Yep. If they, if they want to see, if they want to find something, especially something that they know very, very well, they can find it. So the better option is to be behind lines that it's a lot harder for them to get to. It might not be enough, but I'm hoping to find some ways of m- at least making them work harder. Thank you. Um, do you think we should try and find out some more information about those people? Like, pointing outside? Hmm. Quaven speaks to what, what sort of things? Like, it, where they came from and stuff like that? Yes, it would be good. Yes. I don't know. I'm open to suggestions. Yeah, I can just ask them. Oh. Hmm. I suppose. Ah. So if like there's there's some things that we want to know, I I could use some help in knowing what to ask. Hmm. You think they'll tell you the truth? Uh, maybe. I mean, they should. All right. Why not? I guess. Do you need? Right. Do, do you need to be? Do they need to be in front of you? Uh, yeah. I it, like with, so I can like talk to them would be good. Okay. Well, I'll go get one. And yep. he stands yep. up and walks out. You and get then he, a, drow a little bit later. Sickle. He will come back yep. with a drow body. With a drow sickle, really. Hmm? A drow sickle. <laughs> ah, you're right. Because, you it's know... It's You left the bodies out in the freezing snow overnight. Mm. It's a frozen-ass body. Yeah, it's very frozen. <laughs> but yeah, you drag one of the bodies in. It's so uh, I get... Like some questions to ask. So, but what do we want to know? Where do they come from? How did they find us? How did they find out information about us? Who sent them? Who, who was that other? Uh, that other one? 
How did they find information? How did they find DC information gesturing it towards uh, a seeker who has the who has the the, the note about us? Uh, what were they trying to do? Are there more of them in the wood or in the mountains? Clearly, there are more of them. They are the children of malice. Hmm. But are there more of them in the woods that we need to keep an eye out for? Okay. Um. I got a couple of those. I did forget some of them, but you ju just have to remind me as we go, I think. Hmm. And I will cast Sleep with Dead. Okay. So yeah, you you settle down in front, uh, in, in front of hold up your, hold up your, your uh, uh, holy symbol. Point amulet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, what do, what does it look like when you do cast it? Um, I imagine there's like a gust of wind, but it's not cold. Mm-hmm. And then just sort of a, a faintly glowing green. Okay. Makes sense. And the body sort of, it doesn't, the mouth opens. Eyes are still sort of staring ahead. It is still... The the wind does sort of melt enough of the ice off uh, and, and, and frost off so that it can at least sort of move its neck a little bit, move its jaw. Uh, eyes, uh, eyes are just sort of staring blankly ahead. Or straight up, probably. Mouth opens and it lets out a, 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 a breath. Hi, so sorry that we killed you, but um, we're only doing it for defense. In, in, anyway, um, where where did you come from? There's a moment's pause. Before and I'm not going to try to try to 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 voice this because that's invariably <laughs> going to make my voice go under the the um the noise gate noise gate and then you're just going to say <laughs> what so uh with sort of an outer uh, uh breath outward. Um, it says, ruining the dramatic tension here as I try and find a name. 
uh, Sevelier Wood. Are there more of you that are following us in this mountain? There is a breathe again, a little bit of a pause, and then a halting through upward rising in tone, uh, uh, a rattling that at first just sounds like like a death rattle, but you realize it's sort of a laugh. To which it responds, many. How did you obtain the information about us? That was the you'd have to ask the captain about that. Um, I'm just going to look back to everyone else. Who sent them? What are they trying to do? What were you trying to do? And its head sort of slowly with sort of this creaking, snapping sound is sort of the tendons of already. It's been overnight. Rigor mortis has set in. So tendons start to sort of twist and snap a little bit. And it turns its sort of sightless gaze directly on your drow slash ASMR. We just want her. And then it pauses there and turns its head over towards Squidward, and that one can die. I believe that was four questions so far. Yeah, one more. Yep. Trying to think how to how to best think about this. Who is above your captain? Hmm. Turns its gaze back towards you. Head sort of actually lifts a little bit so it can look you more directly in the face. 
Sort of twists off in that sort of uncomfortable, like, to the side kind of thing. Says, you keep going. You'll meet my mistress soon enough. And then, then the light it. sort of dies out of its eyes and it falls back. Would I have an idea of which mistress that might be referring to? Roll me a religion roll. As I have a player type. Yeah. <laughs> roll me a religion roll. Oh, good. So, you don't know anything about the hierarchy of 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 the children of Malice, obviously. Um... Or, or any sort of lost faithful. So you can only think of one person that you would be certain of that would be called a mistress within that faith. It's kind of at the top floor. Yeah. Or bottom, depending on how you see it. Or at the center of the web. Or at the center of the web. Yeah, that also works. That also definitely works. Um, I'm just going to put my hand on, on his head and sort of make sure the eyes are closed and just say, I'm sorry again. Quaven in a... Homer is almost a little bit unlike him. St- sort of, sort of steps forward and 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 two things. Both are a little unlike him. The first part is perhaps a little bit more less extreme. Puts his hand on your shoulder and sort of gestures you. Sort of gently, sort of moves to maneuver you back. Yep. And then just grabs the body by the scruff of the neck and looks at you and says, These can does not need your apology. It only needs her blade. And that's what I feel bad about. They choose who they worship. And he proceeds to drag the body out of the unceremoniously, not being remotely gentle, respectful, anything, out of the cave. By the way, we uh, we most likely have a fire going, again, yes. as it's not very Absolutely. warm here once the hut is, because the hut has ended. Absolutely. <clears throat> And I'll just, like, look up to everyone then. Uh, sorry if that wasn't as helpful as it could have been. I think that was helpful. There are more here coming. We need to leave. Yes. Everyone's like, yeah. When you, <laughs> when like you say sorry again, 
Sika looks up and goes, like, with kind of like a, a happy expression and goes, angry! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I, sorry. Angry! <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> angry. <laughs> uh, Hakimi's face palming. <laughs> Grim returns about a minute later. Are we ready to go then? <laughs> Perhaps by that point the loop has ended. <clears throat> Actually, I I have another idea. I'm going to cast sending. Okay. Who are you casting sending to? Uh, trying to get through to what I assume is their captain, the one that ran away. <laughs> Wait, does sending not have some, like, restriction? A creature with which creature you are familiar. Good question, actually. I mean, it's not going to give you any information. I would yeah. say that counts as familiar enough. They are under no obligation. All it means is that they hear it. Yeah. I'll allow it. 25 words. What are you saying? Hi. Sorry, it's us. Uh, just wanted you to know we know about you. How did you get our information? That's where you end? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, we should count the uh and the sorry as well. I absolutely oh, yeah. did. Yeah. That was intentional. Um, yeah. There is a brief pause before you hear a voice in your head. Similar accent to Quaven. Um, little, good. A <laughs> little bit of a softer, uh, uh, somewhat deeper voice. Um, that says, well, you are a very popular person. Well, you are a very popular girl. Highly sought after, one may say. There is information available. And it cuts off there. Okay. That, that was a little bit more than I was expecting. Oh, oh, I'll basically yeah. say what what the message was. 
I take it you were asking this from their uh, captain? I I was mostly trying to talk to the one that ran away, assuming that that was their captain, so hopefully. That would make sense. That bull says a lot and says nothing at all. Hey. Yeah, it means that we're notable enough that a lot of people are paying attention, not just specific people. Yes, but we knew that already, did we not? I imagine it's. I imagine the people after. After well, after Zarema, would be well aware. I'm just wondering. We haven't exactly made a lot of noise, and it hasn't been very long. Although, hmm, I guess I what? It's been what two weeks? It's been since you've arrived. Like total, you mean? So, like, from the island where we uh, got together with Zarema. It was about five days through the through the Savalier Wood. Uh, you spent a couple days in the city, so there was seven. Uh, you hit ten days. Yeah, it's been about two weeks since you arrived back on the mainland. Mm. And then... It was two weeks mostly traveling through uninhabited sections of... Uninhabited sections or the ocean, yeah. Mm. It's been about a month since you guys got on the boat, basically. Yeah. So we're, we're making a big impact in a very little amount of actual time. Almost like the heroes of a story would. <laughs> Some sort of protagonist. Something like that, yes. <laughs> Quaven says, I would not put it past those fuckers to be working with this Raina person. Hmm. Hakim nods. And then ready to betray each other at the last second, who knows? I would be I would be doubtful that they would actually be working together. Yes. But then again maybe not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they have elements in Shady Click Run. Maybe they got the information from um, the Jagan Talks. If uh, the one prize was talking to is from the Savalier Woods, then they are likely to have contacts in Shady Creek. Mm-hmm. 
it's true we definitely would have been observed there quite possibly yes Cameron, who has been has dragged the body out and reburied it and has now come back. Is it, are hey, we ready to go? Quaven had already done that. Oh. Quaven. Mm, Wasn't he in part of, yeah. I thought he was in the conversation. He gra- he grabbed the body, he dragged it out. To be clear, if you want to go out and put it back in your respectful barrier spot, cool, because he eh. basically tossed it out and uh, threw, it, threw it off to the side unceremoniously. No, I was mostly using it as uh, a setting for um, Cameron to interrupt the conversation and say we should leave. Oh, fair, well, <laughs> fair enough. Yes, standing flavor. That's yeah. a good idea. We should not yep. be staying here very long. Yeah, you guys, pack up. Go ahead and head out. Uh, and uh, as you guys make your way out, I'm going to have first of all, uh, Seeker, give me a give me a survival roll as you guys are making your way through the mountains for the day. Maybe a couple. Uh, of one sec. Yep. Where's my survival? There it is. <coughs> eh. No more roll. Uh, that's way worse All than right. the last one. <laughs> you guys are... It's... it's. You have a clear route. But you have not been able to find... Now that... You guys are potentially concerned about being ambushed by a larger patrol force or the like, you have not been able to find a viable, safe-to-pass-through, um, off-road, for lack of a better term, option. Uh, for most of the day. Um... At this point, you guys are, and the other main problem is, whereas earlier in the mountains, you were able to uh, uh, hunt or forage for food, that's getting scarcer, and you haven't been able to find any of that. So, for like the next few days or so, um, you guys are pretty much having to rely on what rations you brought with you. Um, I believe if, you guys did get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if that starts becoming a notable issue, um, I guess I'll start doing, like, if if we're doing like a bit of time skip type deal. A little I'll bit, like the, a few days. Yeah, uh, create food and water. Okay. That is also an option to, to, to counteract that, yes. 
Uh, so you guys are still able to stay fed. It's just, it's a little bit slow going. Um, you guys are maneuvering through, um, a lot of narrow pathways. Um, a lot of, you guys have to move around a few cliff edges. Things like that. You guys are doing the mountain portion of that Lord of the Rings trip. Um, ah, yes, with the sweeping aerial shots. Yes, exactly. Love it. <clears throat> uh, and I'm going to have, at this point, everybody make me a survival roll. And then based on that, we'll see how this Okay. Okay. Could be worse. Could be worse. Oh, I should roll for Quaven and Zarema, to be fair. These are individual rolls. This is not a group roll. Ooh. I'm looking forward to the con save. So there's a 12 and a 16. Okay. So... Everybody who is not Cameron or or Karis, I need you to roll me a dexterity check. Dexterity check. Or was that me? No. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, check or save. You know, I they're not the same thing. Check. No, they're not. No, a dexterity check would be is the same as like if you're uh, rolling a skill check, but without the skill proficiency part. You know, I'll make it a save oh, yeah, in this case. Well, for me, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, let me think. Yeah. Ooh, good roll. Okay. So that is some really good rolls for the most part. So about. Three days in. Uh, you guys are maneuvering through the... Basically, like, this path of... This path of ice that is... Sort of in between two mountains. Um, this is sort of the best way that you've been able to find that is sort of a safe way down and back up. You guys are sort of a little bit of a low point. Um, it's not quite a ravine. It's not quite a canyon. Um, it's just sort of, sort of a pass through. You guys are sort of making your way along snow. Um... Karis and Cameron, as a group of you are walking along, you both get the sudden realization. You feel a little bit of shifting underneath you. And you hear a slight crack sound. You guys sort of step back. Everybody yells. Here's that crack. And sort of the ground underneath you sort of opens up. 
as this sort of narrow sheet of ice that happened to be covered by snow. Few feet of snow, or not about a foot of snow. Um, just sort of cracks under your weight. Looks like nobody's been through here in a while. And opens up. Seeker, you manage to jump off to the side, uh, with, with relative ease. Um, Zarema, Prize, and, and, and Quaven all sort of dive and just manage to get to the edge and like roll, roll so this sort of large, th- large thing that basically caves in. Uh, you guys don't fall in. Um, make sure I'm looking at this. Yeah. Uh, Hakeem, the DC was 15. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, you go to leap and you just sort of miss the edge, like your fingers sort of brush the edge, and you guys all see your wizard just fall into darkness. And there's we a splash or no? There's about half a second, and then you hear a splash sound. Ah, okay. So there's plenty of air in between, I guess. <laughs> um, it, yeah, decent amount. But so Hakeem, you fall, 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 <laughs> sploosh as you land in this large pond underneath. Uh, it's fairly deep, and as you land. You're expecting to be hit with like this freezing chill. I mean, that's how it works, right? Mm. But when you hit, it's actually, it's not, it's not like, it's still, a, it's still cool, but it's not freezing. Okay. It's remarkably mild and. It almost, in a certain way, feels warmer than what's above. In, rather than... Um, he's immediately thinking of casting a few spells. Okay. And decides to go with light as the first spell okay. to cast. So you guys all above see a game just fall into darkness... Hear a sploosh I, and then see a light. Am I currently... Am I standing in like a few feet of water? Or no, no, I... no. This is this. You're you're having to tread okay. water. I am fl- trying, attempting to float. Yes. <laughs> so really okay. quick, I will actually move over to because there is a map for this. Because you know, why wouldn't there be? Um, <clears throat> I realize none of you can see it at this particular moment. Uh, as we will move people on as, uh, boop. Hakeem, you should be able to see things now. Yeah. I am so seeing you are things. in this sort of central, the, 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 this pool of water that goes down probably, if you look down in, in and sort of, sort of test a little bit, like look underneath the water, you're guessing it probably goes down a good 60 feet. 
I imagine this... Okay, does the cave have some other light? Because I don't think a light spell would provide this much light. There is a very dim sort of... So you look around, and um, you see you see these rope ladders on either side of the pool that reach up, uh, up the walls about 40 feet to dry edges on either side. Um, mm. the ca- th- this whole area is vaguely illuminated by this sort of dim glow that's coming off of the walls. Is, are these what look like, uh, parts of a rope bridge? Correct. Or a bridge? They are actually there. They're actually there, yes. Hmm. Okay, if, if this edge, is this edge... At water level? No, it's not. It's about it's. Okay. It is about twenty feet. Okay, he's looking water. around for is there if there's land to climb onto. You would have to go up one of the ladders from where you're okay. at. Okay, okay, they could. There are potential ladders. Okay, yeah, yes. that's true. Okay, Hakim is heading towards the nearest one. <laughs> they are rope ladders, and again, interestingly, they're rope ladders directly over a pool of water. In a surprisingly temperate area, considering that you're in the frickin' freezing mountains, and these ladders don't look like they've decayed at all in the moisture. Oh, cool! Yeah. So you're starting yeah, moving over, trying, trying to, to climb, climb up. up. Yep. What are you guys above doing? Seeker, the first thing Seeker will do is um, start fixing a rope around something, like okay. finding something to either knock it into or tie it around and then throw the rope down. Okay. I want to try to make sure everybody who, like, fell but didn't fall is safe. Yes. Like, pull them onto safe ground. Yep. Um. Keris carefully goes to the edge and kind of Yells down. Hakeem, you okay? Uh, uh, Timing-wise, when is, does this happen? This would probably up. This would probably be like about when you're sort of looking or like, like getting your bearings. Okay. Yeah. I so I've climbed out of the water by now. You've you've probably climbed up. Yeah. Are you going up? Okay. Are you going up right side or left side? Uh, right side, because okay. I'm just by this positioning, I assume it's the closer one. Yep. So you're in the uh, process so, of climbing up. Boop. Uh, and once Hakim gets to actually on firm ground, he looks up, and uh, if he has heard uh, SoundCloud, I'm okay! <laughs> yeah, and you're looking up so from where you're at, looking up, like above, the light isn't quite bright enough for you guys. You guys are getting just a very basic, like there is a there is a vague light down there, but you guys can't quite make out. You looking up, it's much easier because mm. there's sky, mm. um, and you guys are not in. You guys like aren't like at night. It I mean, is... Hakim has light on his staff, so that might be okay. So you did cast the light spell. Yeah, I then, did yeah, cast you guys, the light spell. Okay, then you guys can see see a light down there. It is a 
about 150 feet. From the uh, from lake clear, surface from the lake to surface to the hole, the water surface or Hakim water surface. From where you're okay. at, it's about 110 feet. Okay. Hakim is looking up after having still looking up after uh, having shouted that he's okay. <laughs> How deep is it? Looks like over a hundred feet to the water surface. Okay. I'm going to tie another piece of rope to the piece yep. of rope that I have. Yep. It's a whole, looks like a whole cave system down here. There's structures here, man-made. I mean, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. The yeah. ladders are definitely yeah, man-made. for sure. Hakim is trying to see if, like, getting up and trying, starting to try and do something to dry up his robes. Okay, go ahead and roll me a perception roll as you're, as you're okay. sort of... Looking around a little bit. Five. Okay. Yep. It's dark down there. It's dark down here. Yep. yep. Uh, let me go ahead actually. Just to... hmm. This seems like the sort of time when Seeker would do something decisive. <laughs> so he is going to tie the rope down, attach another piece of rope to it, Borrowing one off someone. Mm -hmm. And adjust the rope so that it is somewhere that. Secure. Somewhere. Yeah, and that you can get to it from down below. Right. Then he's going to jump in. Okay. <laughs> so, Hakeem, as you're like wringing out your robes. Yeah. <laughs> best you can. All of a sudden, you see this big form drop down into the lake. And yeah, how much? How much does Seeker weigh? Quite a lot. <laughs> I don't think the splash goes up to forty feet. Yeah, but <laughs> so it you're does probably make a sound. okay. But it makes a real big splash. <laughs> And I will head towards yep. um, yeah, where the light has is. a moment of, oh, uh, uh, and starts putting a robe back on. Oh, I know where you are. And then before peeking oh, shit, down where you are. to see who it is. <laughs> Oops. Seeker is like, what? Oh, nothing. I imagine. If you saw things, you saw nothing. <laughs> I'm not at my I desk imagine, at the moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank God. <laughs> so, when I use dynamic lighting, there are two PCs that I have as under my control, so I can go into P go into player mode. Uh, uh, one of them has dark vision, one of them does not, because I, I want to know how each of those look. You're cool. the one without yeah, dark sense. vision. 
So you were on a spot of the map that I have dark vision. You do? Yeah, I'm a gloomstalker. Oh, that's right, you're a gloomstalker. Okay. Kind of my thing. I forgot you were a gloomstalker. All right. That's all right. There. Well, now you have dark vision. Yay. Um. So I jump and I try and like climb up to where Hakim is, and yep. depending on how quickly Hakim gets the road back on, he will be like, "Yeah, what's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure what the actual situation here, here ends up being. Uh, <laughs> trying Hakim is trying to. Well, what is? <laughs> That. Oh. Uh, ah. <clears throat> Maybe later. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so as these two, uh, as these two converse incredibly awkwardly and delightfully, <laughs> um, what's going on? Up, what's going up on the second floor? Um. Karis is looking around, dumbfounded, that uh, Seeker just suddenly jumped in this cr- crevasse. Uh-huh. Like... Okay. So what do we do now? Looking at the others? Uh... I suppose... Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, I mean, do we have a choice at this point? That is a good question. Um, Keris is gonna shout down. Um, What's down there? Dark. There's water that isn't as freezing as one might think. Anything else? A cave system. Seeker, you can roll a perception at this point. Sure. Seeker has a rope, right? Like yes, there's so a rope yes, that I, has been attached. I I borrowed one half off Quaven or something. Good lord! Yeah, I'm real. I'm real bad at rolling now. Rolls. Yeah, no, you yep. just take a quick look around, and you can see, like I said, there. This is a natural cavern of some kind. You can obviously see the see the un uh uh unaffected by time or climate or anything rope ladders uh that are just attached to either side um you can see from where you're at you're in this sort of upper area uh it is there's about a 20 foot drop 
to this sort of lower platform area that 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 is south of the south of the pool. Um, there is to your guys's right. Uh, uh, it goes off into a, uh, a sort of a, a, a cave area over here. Not sure what's over there. Can't quite tell. Mm-hmm. Hakim's gonna briefly um, like, wander a bit this way. Okay. Not far in, just to see um, what's behind over here in this direction. So gonna, like, follow you quite closely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Hakim's Jeremy, what are. How long have we been traveling for now? Today. Today? This, like, this day. It yeah. is probably about. I would say. It's still early in the morning at this point. So, like, 11, 11.30? Mm-hmm. You guys haven't been too far along. You're not, like, okay. so almost in the night day. or anything like that. Yeah. Right. Um. Well... I'm pretty intrigued by what's down here, so I'm going to keep looking around. Okay. So, yeah, you guys move down here, and Hakeem, you... Well, uh, both of you. Um, off, in the, off in this room to the side, it is... You, you see a couple things. Um, there are... Sort of scattered on the ground, or, or, or splayed on the ground is probably a better phrase to use. Uh, you see a couple mummified bodies. Oh. Uh, they are dressed in unfamiliar garb. Um, they look. Roll me a history roll. I'm gonna let the wizard do that. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with yeah. an 18, it is. You can't specify spec. You can't narrow down to like. Very specifically, the 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 era from here, but it is the clothing is definitely of an old enough style. You suspect this, this might be pre-divergence, which those need a refresher. The divergence was a good thousand plus years ago. And was the point where uh, the gods left the left the world after the calamity and sealed themselves up behind the divine gate. And time before that is really murky because so <laughs> much history was lost before that. So this is like it's almost the equivalent of like prehistoric. Mm-hmm. In terms of at least recorded history, Hakim spots these apparently two mummified corpses. Yes. Takes a few steps this way. There's two super old bodies down here. 
And you guys up uh, up above. <laughs> well, you guys were checking while well, they were checking this out. Quaven looks at the ro- looks at the lot of you. Do we go down or do we try to convince them to come up? I have a feeling if Hakim has found dead bodies that are that old, he's not going to come up quickly. <laughs> Serena says, also, do we think if we tie a rope around Seeker, it won't break when we pull him up a hundred feet? <laughs> Just saying. I think we should go down. I do recall us conversing about potential tunnels being used in this area of the world. Keris, sorry. You hear climbing down the road. You hear from above, nobody said that was a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. Quaven also is climbing down and not leaping down into the water. Hakim returns to go and stare at the mummified corpses from a distance. I mean, legit, (laughs) legit, fair. Um... Yeah, from a distance, the best you can see. Um, they look very dead. Mm-hmm. They look. I will roll me without getting up too close to look. I'm going to say DC is going to be much higher, but roll me a medicine roll. And okay. In the meanwhile, mm-hmm. currently. Very much enjoying the idea that in a in a fantasy WWE scenario, Seeker would be seriously sought after by the fantasy Vince McMahon of of the of the. Uh... <laughs> He's so big. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, Cameron and Price, are you guys coming down too, or are you guys just waiting up there for the idiots to die? <laughs> that is an option. That is 100% a viable option. Cameron will climb down the rope okay. after sighing deeply. <laughs> but yes, he will go down. All right. Prize? Leave all these um, people and go join the children of malice? What do you say? I mean... Um, so how's this rope even fixed? Like, does it need reinforcement or anything? No, I'm going to say Seeker is very skilled at being able to fasten it at a point it's not going to it's not going to fall down unless somebody cuts it. I mean, I have to point that out. That could happen. <laughs> it could happen from a PC. Hmm. Because it's you, I should point it out. Where we went, if you leave it there. (laughs) 
Ah, the villain origin story of Prize cuts the ropes, whispers sorry, and leaves to become the villain. <laughs> they, they look up and, and scream, help us. I look down and whisper, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god, it's perfect. Um, I, I will cast Fog Cloud over the area to hide the rope and okay. the entrance, okay. and then I'll go down. Okay. You guys do eventually go down. Um, I just am paranoid about someone else being up there and going, oh, this is, well, I'll just take this. Instead, they'll be, they'll be stumbling along going, wow, it's really foggy. Oh, no, we've fallen into a massive hole that was concealed here for some reason. <laughs> and I'll get to apologize and heal them. Yes. So as you're all climbing down the rope, the Seeker rope is looking like up. Right like, there, functionally. Seeker is looking up being like, you know you could have all jumped, right? Yes. Very enjoyable. Bracing. Yes. Yeah, bracing, yeah. <laughs> Still trying to shake off the moisture. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys get down here. Everybody else can roll perception Maybe now someone will roll above a 10. Hopefully. I mean, if you don't, you don't. Yes. But also. Yes, well, do. there we go. That'll do it. Cameron, you going to roll perception or not? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that one. Okay. 22. So, you guys come down here and you guys see, again, a lot of the same stuff that's been described. Um, but the three of you, since you rolled something above a seven, but I can only assume meant that you were clearing water out of your eyes at that moment. <laughs> Uh, you can see, um, specifically, you guys, like, you guys look down in, in that sort of cave area. You do see the two bodies. Okay, that's interesting. They're dead bodies on the ground. Uh, but you guys sort of, you guys sort of turn your attention to get more of a, let's call it a more holistic look at the area. And you guys look down in sort of, this area and this sort of larger area you can see basically like along the walls of of this sort of uh, across from you and even when you when you guys sort of turn your heads and, and, and look sort of near you can see there are in addition to the fact that the walls basically have a very dim glow to them um there are carvings into the walls a uh, runic carvings stuff like the markings on the floor you mean no not quite the same okay um it is there's some there there's some runic work so clearly some some uh uh spell work woven in and then you're a little far out to see exactly what it is 
but there are there, there there's a lot of writing. There are actually some uh, uh, glyphs and 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 relief images, and the three of you can roll me religion rolls. Varying difficulties based on your backgrounds. Bryce, you have no idea. If it. Ooh. Karis, you have no idea. Nope. Cameron, it would make sense for you to be aware of this uh, because you were you worked heavily within the Empire. You recognize some of the some again, you can't make out the writing, but you recognize some of the glyphs as like archaic versions of glyphs that you've seen at the local archives. And some of the images and some of the symbols are very clearly symbols to Ayun, who is the goddess of knowledge. Um, and of knowledge and, and, and illumination um, probably explains why walls are glowing a little bit. Um... And is you would know to be the the specifically all of these are in a much more modern context uh, the patron of the order of the cobalt soul within the empire, which is a an organization of monks and and scholars who seek out knowledge, try and educate. They actually, interestingly enough operate as somewhat of a counterbalance to the unofficially like they're not specifically structurally set up this way but they operate as sort of an unofficial counterbalance just because of their uh, the dichotomy between them to the Cerberus assembly within the Empire um, in terms of they're somewhat more of a religious movement they're a monkly order, although they do count a number of clerics and paladins and other servants of faith and wizards among their number. Um, so you are guessing that this is some kind of ancient temple to Ayo. Mm. I don't, is, I don't know if that's I don't know if he thinks that's particularly relevant Fair to enough. anything um, uh, it was like I think he just gestured towards the symbols and be like looks like a temple of some kind hmm. is there any way uh, anything interesting and that's about when you all sort of look over and see the two mummified corpses Um, two corpses. Yep. And obviously, this path, the 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 paths continue. There is about a twenty foot drop from where you're at down to the floor of this other this this larger area. Um, 
looks like it goes it, it, it goes on further this way obviously there is if you guys wanted to go to the other side of the like it seems like this is going on to the left a ways as well with people hanging around hacking suddenly like okay so these two bodies could be pre-divergence they look real old as he casts uh, mage armor and goes slightly closer. Okay. Not like up real next to them yet, but take some steps closer. Absolutely. <clears throat> As you're stepping closer, it does not, you do not see um, you don't see any reaction from them. Mm-hmm. They remain motionless bodies on the ground. I will I'll actually throw a couple tokens in just so you can get a sense of where they are. Um, make nothing of what these tokens are that I'm putting here because they're not <laughs> representative. I'm, for the record, I'm moving with okay. Hakeem, trying to, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Look like, after him somewhat. Basically, because that's why I came down here. Mm-hmm. As he's guys... trying to see if he can observe some reason of trying to figure out what are these corpses doing right. here. Is there some ritual stuff here, or? <laughs> so as you guys move in, um, couple things. You see, this is clearly some sort of um. It looks like it was some sort of storage room, perhaps, at one point. Um, you do see the remnants of crates uh, long since smashed. Uh, and whatever was in them taken. Um, there are... In here, now that you are within this area... You guys can also see these 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 carvings. They are also in here as well. Uh, writing in basically ancient Zemnian. Um, and several religious carvings that sort of general reverence kind of stuff. And you see these two bodies on the ground. Um... They don't look like they died peacefully. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are not, like, positioned as fit for burial. No, no, no. They are not, no. like... Yeah, they are not... They're they yeah, just laid on the ground. Heaped. Yeah. And while right. the bodies are remarkably well-preserved... Again, especially considering there's a large source of water nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't even take a, it, you don't even need a medicine roll for this. They, both of their throats were torn out. Because the throats aren't really there. Hmm. And the rest of them pretty much is. Yeah, like there's... The clothing's in real good shape. Hmm. Rise. Uh, yes? Could you do that thing again? 
thought you didn't want me to. <laughs> when did I say that? Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> angry! Angry! I think he means... Because there's two bodies here, and... Uh, maybe we want to ask them some questions? Yes. I, yes, but not today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. To be clear, it's been a few days since the last uh, last time you Yeah, passed. it's true. I I wasn't expecting fair. Also, completely fair. If you if you like, we can rest, and I can do it in the morning. Uh, I mean, I think Hakim's response is like is a bit disappointed, but goes still goes. Eh, I think we can live without that information. <laughs> Goes a little bit closer to inspect, because mm-hmm. uh, if the clothes are intact, he's going to uh, try and see them more closely. This is not, this is not Hakim trying to lose. He's just trying to determine what, what uh, trying to determine right. why the clothes are still. <laughs> so the clothes are uh, as you come closer, and again, your scholarly mind takes over here. These are, they're in the, the very good repair. They they look to you to be. Uh, you recognize elements of 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 definitely Zemnian influence in them. Um, you know, based on their style, this is like pre-empire. So you can't say, like, this is a Dwendalian style or anything like that. This is something before that. Um, you do, you're, you're, you're no expert in, like, the dynasties of the, the pre-divergence dynasties. But there is, the, the, the clothing is in very good shape. Um, roll me an arcana roll. Okay. Let me think. Mm. Ah, let's just roll. No, not bad. Sixteen. So you're looking around and you're putting you're you're kind of putting two and two together-ish a bit. You take a moment. You sort of breathe in, breathe out. It does feel somewhat refreshing in here, or at least not necessarily refreshing, but it's not there the best the best that you can describe is or, or come up with is it seems like there is a general sense of stasis hmm. within this temple this temple is preserving things hmm So, who knows? You could stay down. You could stay down there. It's conceivable you could stay down here and live forever. Hmm. And you would have to study. Uh, to, you would have to do a lot more study and and, and experimenting to, to confirm such a thing. But like, 
looking at some of the runes that are built into the walls, and it's definitely clearly a very high-level ritual that is woven into the very walls of this place. The fact that the bodies are in really good shape. Um, the fact that the ladder is in good shape. The clothing is... You know, all the, the sort of storage containers that are around while smashed have not decayed and rotted. This place preserves and puts into sort of uh, a state of just natural stasis without freezing it in place. Anything hmm. that's down here, you're assuming. Hakim had previously been like looking around, looking at the bodies, looking at the surrounding area. Now it looks more thoughtful. Uh, and finally turns around. And, ah, so it's a temple. With its magics preserving things. I wonder I wonder how far this effect extends and starts walking back towards the larger area. Okay. Stops and uh, stops at the edge and starts looking around, trying to trying to connect uh, like if there is some visual indication of where the effect could perhaps stop, or if it's beyond visual range from here? Uh, anything you can see. There isn't a lot down in this area that that is is man-made that would test that theory. Mm. And there's not a lot that's perishable down there. Would be a better yeah. way to put it. Um, it's also worth knowing that would also probably explain the temperature. Yeah. Yeah, it actually reminds Hakim of his own tiny hut spell. Yeah. Because it's very possible that whenever this thing was implemented, this was a much warmer area. Hmm. Um. So you don't see anything in your immediate line of vision that would prove or disprove anything. Mm -hmm. You just see, you know, woven into the walls and that kind of stuff. Perhaps we should uh, consider exploring and points down there. You're not going to leave until we do, are you? Who knows? We might... I don't know. It's certainly... Well, I'll say it's warmer down here than it is up there. That's for sure. This is true. <sighs> if this is what we want to do, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to grab you all and throw you up in the... Up, up back points up in the hole. Maybe there is another way out. We don't have to climb. Then we should explore. <clears throat> Alrighty. 
So, so um, do I know who this is a temple to, or has it just been said that it's a temple? Nobody has said who it is a temple to, and based on your one religion role, you don't know. Um, so I'm just going to quickly just hold my amulet and try to pray. Okay. And I'll just sort of like, not not say it, but think it. Uh, hi, sorry. Uh, I don't know if this is one of yours, but if it's not, could you at least pass on the message that we're sorry to be intruding? Get that message out. As yep. with most things, if you're not, you know, directly casting spells or, like, you don't necessarily get a direct response. Yeah. But it uh, you do always get the sense that she's listening. So that's something. Uh, that's at least what I'm aiming for, is yeah. just, just putting that out there in the universe, so to speak. Legit. So you guys begin the little bit tricky of a process probably to, 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 well, you could actually probably use the rope and swing. Or you could drop down 20 feet. Yeah, Hakim is trying to gauge whether, whether to try and install more rope or just to drop down. I mean, dropping down at Best you would be a, at best, Hakeem. You would probably be well. All of you would be dropping a good fifteen feet to the ground. Yeah, and that's if you hang that's off the much. edge and then just drop yeah. down. That right? could knock you unconscious. Potentially, yes. <laughs> but you guys do have rope, so it's doable. Yeah, you guys set the rope up. Climb down. Move everybody down, unless anybody tells me not to. You guys begin poking around. <laughs> yep. Beaks that way, heads back this way. Okay. And starts heading towards the this other water source. Or... Alrighty. Guys, start heading that way. Just a second here. Uh... If someone wants to go ahead, Hakim is not specifically trying to be the upfront and first one. Sure. Yeah. I'm moving generally ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just really quick. I just need to. I just need to look at some. Uh, fifteen, twelve, fifteen. As you guys are going, I'm assuming is everybody else is going with, or is anybody hanging back? Going with, but taking rear guard. Okay. So I will keep it in that order because that kind of honestly makes sense a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. 
reasonable. So as you guys are sort of coming around, um, uh, Cameron, you of the massive passive perception, mm-hmm. uh, are the one person you are walking along and you sort of just glance behind just you know you're keeping an eye out for the people behind and you see the flittering of a shadow very specific shadowy form starting to creep up on an unaware Karis uh look out fair enough points, points towards them and pulls his probably uh, I I guess he could pull the pull the hand crossbow that he just got. Okay. And aims it in that yep. direction while he waits to see if he can figure out what it is that he's looking at. This not gonna be a super long fight, but go ahead and roll initiative. They were kind of they're kind of relying on the opportunity to get some get some some uh uh a surprise round on you. Um, at the lookout, Keris would manifest her sword. Yep. Hold on. Let me. I just need to get the initiative tracker up. Ones that are not. Uh, oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Above a five would be nice. <laughs> I got all my good rolls out too early. Mm. Starting with Kim. Okay, so that. There we go. All right. Rema first. Rema initiative is a 12, and Quaven initiative is a 15. And these things. And you can, you can get a look at what they are, obviously. Um, they are, where is, all right. Really annoying. Okay. Uh, add to your add turn. Descending is a nineteen point fourteen, I believe. So that's. Yep, their dex is 14. So, you see these, um... They are the, the, these blackish, uh, uh, shadowy, somewhat... Translucent isn't quite the... They're, they're not translucent. They are, um... 
sort of desiccated, uh, uh, almost wispy sort of creatures. They look... Some of you would recognize them. Actually, I think you guys already fought one earlier. I think you guys fought a white in... Malaya Smear, didn't you? Maybe? Yes. Uh... They look similar to whites, only these are much, instead of being that sort of pale, pale sort of whitish, uh, uh, dark energy thing, these are like purest black, uh, glowy eyes, um, sort of sickly glow coming out of their mouth now that their mouths are open, now that they realize they've been seen. Um, yeah, they aren't pretty. They look kind of like their tokens. And Cameron, you are going first. Uh, yeah. So I spin around, seeing them, yep. yelled people to duck, uh, duck, so get that something's attacking, and I will fire. I'll draw my hand crossbow that I have mm-hmm. recently acquired, uh, and fire at that, which I think I. St- Still, I get advantage because I because of my assassinate ability. Yep. Because they haven't acted yet. So let's do that. Nope, no, uh, this one. Oh, I didn't haven't put it on my sheet yet. Do you want to like move up here ten feet so you're not shooting directly through everybody and? Oh, that's have, probably fun. aren't giving them half cover. Sure, that's probably a good idea. Because we know how well it goes for you when you're <sighs> shooting through through crowds. Well, hopefully with advantage, that shouldn't be as big a problem, but we'll see. Um, you say that as if we've never rolled double ones. 23. Uh, now, does sneak attack work on ranged attacks? Yes. Fantastic. This probably won't have sneak attack built in. Let's find out. Probably not. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. Nice. Great. Because I had advantage from the other thing, that means I can sneak attack without somebody nearby. So I do five piercing damage and ten sneak attack damage, nice. which I'm sure will be probably not full damage against weird, ghosty things. That you take aim, you fire off just the perfect shot. It definitely hits it. It looks down, and it it it, it gave a little bit of a grunt. Looks down, grabs the bolt and just rips it out and tosses it aside and looks at you and it lets out this hollow kind of shrieking sound at you and almost like it's challenging you. Well, too bad because I'm going to run away. Okay. He's going to run around the corner uh, and try to sort of break, try to basically break line of sight yeah. to them and, uh, be ready to, I don't know, sneak sneak back out and attack them at a future part of the turn. Okay. Uh, I have a bonus action. Wait, actually, I have a bonus action, but I can't. I don't think I have really have anything that I can do with it. Hide. Oh yeah, I can use the hide action. Yeah, right. I forget that that's a that's a cunning action. Cunning. Um, Go ahead and roll me stealth roll. Cunning action thing. That's on this page. And while you're doing that, we will move on to prize. <laughs> 
<laughs> loudly he, clatters the the, yeah. the 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 crossbow against the rocks as he's trying to hide or something. I don't know. You run uh, around. You you run around. You throw yourself up against the wall, and as you do, you just yeah, you just smack it with the crossbow quite loudly. Stubbs his toe and just fuck. <laughs> Uh, so the one that uh, Cameron just hit is this first one. Uh huh. It's this first one right here. The one closest. Yeah. Yep. And can't. I, I think I have line of sight, but it might be cover. Yes, you do. No, you've got straight line of sight to it. And to the one at the back as well. Uh, yeah, more or less. Okay, I'm just going to hit the one in the back with the guiding bolt. Okay. Or. To anyway, roll it. Fourteen to hit. Uh, a fourteen, unfortunately, will not hit. So close. It streaks or and it sort of hisses and pulls back, recoils away from it, and it strikes up and strikes into the wall behind it. That thing goes one hundred twenty feet. Yep. Um. I'm going to use a, a quickened spell to do Sacred Flame. Okay. Same one. Dexterity save. Uh, is That would be a non-natural 20, a dirty 20. Ah. Oh. Good effort, though. Yep, fair. All right, that brings That's- us to the Wraithies' turns. Uh, and they're going to move in. We've got movement of 30 feet. Oh, look, they don't have to go 30 feet. You get a wraith, and you get a wraith. Saves me moving in. Uh, so, prize. We will start with attacks on you. Hey. Uh, actually, I will, I'm going to, nope, 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 we'll stay where we are. That's, I'm okay with that. Good news is, did I say attacks? I meant attack. Second good news, an eight misses you. Yeah. Uh, Karis. God damn it. Oh, I see. Uh... Does a 15 hit you? No, it does not. So these things, they reach out at you, and as you do, you can feel just cold emanating from their hands. They go to swipe at you, and you both manage to dodge back. And then they shriek in your faces. That is their turn. 
Quaven's turn. Quaven is going to move up. Form a line there with uh, you two, and he is going to attack prizes white. First attack and second attack. Uh, wow! So that's a natural two and a natural two. So those both miss. Wow. As he comes in, spins his sword around, tries to just jab in, uh, and then bring this, bring the other end up. And he unfortunately is attacking like it's a standard. I mean, he doesn't quite understand what you guys are facing immediately. He just saw something attack, came in. And is not prepared for it to essentially sort of shift out of the way. And he just misses wildly. Uh, Karis, you are up. Um, she is going to growl, uh, uh-huh. growl back at the white that hit her. And then green flame appears on her blade as she... Strikes with it. Alright. There's a 25. 25 hit. definitely gonna hit. So. That is 12 damage on the one she's attacking. Mm-hmm. And then some of this green flame. And. Goes up towards the one next to it and does 6. At level 5, does your sword count? I don't remember because Warlock, X-Play, etc. Does it count as magical as yet? Yes. It deals an extra 1d8 fire damage at 5th level. So it counts as magical specifically in terms of uh, uh, magical damage. Good question. Good question. I don't know if that's a level five. Weapon attacks normal effects, is what the spell says. Oh no, I'm talking about because of what sword it is, because of what class she Ah, is. Yeah, warlock. Warlock. Mm. Yeah, the spell doesn't do it. No. Let me look and see here. I feel like probably not magical. As an action, you can create a, you can uh, a magic weapon into your pack weapon by performing a special ritual. Yeah, no, it is, and it is your packed weapon, so it does count as magical. Okay. Yep. So, minus 12 to that one. Um, and then I roll a d8 the other one. Uh, you roll d8 on the primary target and uh, and a d8 for the other one because of your fifth level scaling. Yeah. Wow. That should actually be. I don't know why it rolled two d8s, but it should actually be a one. Uh, it rolled a d8 and then a d8 plus four because it was your. 
I believe that, the second that's one kind of correct. That's yeah. for the first target and the second target. Yeah. So the first one took one damage from the flame. Yeah. yeah. Second one took twelve damage from the flame. That you swing with your sword, it cuts fairly deep in, and then that green flame shoots out, sort of, sort of, sort of shoots itself into the wound, and leaps in large part over and just covers the other one, and they both shriek. They were both not happy with that. They are not. They they they're they're not falling apart yet. But and that's everything for you. That no, I get a second attack. Okay, go for it. Uh, that was a spell. Oh no! Yes. No. Mm. Yes. Uh, if you cast Green yeah. Flame Blade, that takes your yeah. action. It's yeah. It's yeah, not an attack fine. action. Yeah. Not a problem. I'm quite happy with that. Cool. It is Zarema's turn. Zarema is going to... Uh, that's the catch with Green Flame Blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does scale with with level. Yes. Uh, Zarema is going to try because she doesn't know how this is going to work. But, uh, what the hell? Why not? Uh, she is going to try and mind sliver the one that is on prize. So the one that's on prize needs to make an intelligence roll, or intelligence save. Uh, that is a 19, which definitely makes the save. So, takes no damage. That's the way it be sometimes. And uh, nobody is hurt yet, so she's not gonna, she doesn't have anything going to do. Well, that was Zarema's turn. That was really effective. Seeker, you're up. Okay. Uh, situation as it is. They attack the um, group's back. Yeah. I think. Can I? Can I stand here? Is there a place? Else? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I. Will I know there's a little that. bit of overlap on the map, but yeah, that's mostly a clear, clear square. I'm just so. quite large. <laughs> you know, density's so big. Um, but, uh, yeah, I will stand there. <clears throat> uh, let's go, let's, in, let's start off with the bow. Okay. Um, and we'll shoot my first shot into the one nearest to me, attacking prize. Go for it. Prize is real bad at. Looking after themselves. Twenty-two, I assume, hits for six damage. Does hit. Now we're level five, so I've got my second attack yep. with the longbow that I'll do again. And that is a non-magical attack, Ooh. correct? Yes. Okay. I don't think I have any magical attacks, but that is a critical. 
which is uh, 17. 17, nice. Yep. And then because of my gloom stalking, mm-hmm. um, I am, uh, have another attack. You certainly do. Nineteen. Also, and this one, this one deals an extra one d eight, which I've been forgetting because I didn't read it right. This is of my dread ambusher ability. Nice. Which is a three. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> so yeah, you cool. so unload three arrows. Yes. Um. So see, you pull back. Just three arrows and let them go all at the same time. Yes. Uh, it's the triple tap of a bow firing. Yep. Yes. And they tunk, tunk, tunk. And this, this white is looking real bad. And then. Like it jerks with... back, it shrieks, it is. You have done some damage to this fucker. I'm actually going to pull out the uh, longsword and move up to it and stand here. And that is my turn. Cool. Uh, Yeah, I think that's everything I've got. Hakeem, you are up. Awkward. Hakeem had plans, but now now there's too many people in the way. Fireball anyways. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hakeem doesn't know fireball. I didn't. Um, I didn't ask how many people were in the room. I said <laughs> I cast fireball. Okay. The old ones are the best. Move to this corner here and simply cast fireball at this one. Okay. Um. Boop. Seventeen to hit for ten points of fire damage. Yep. And that is the tab. One hit point left. I figured. <laughs> like, literally, all you had to do was roll one more point of damage. I was going to cast Thunder Wave, but I would have had to hit my allies. <laughs> like, even, or specifically, Seeker on that Dread Ambush or on the. Uh, no, just on the Dread Ambush. The Dread Ambush oh, had been a four. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. It would have brought, brought him to zero. Yeah. You. I mean, that it, was some very high damage that I rolled. Absolutely, yes. You let this bolt go. It, it, it slams into it, and it shrieks, and it just goes up. Mm. And drops as just sort of seared, charred corpse on the ground. Um, Kim takes a step to behind Craven before ending the turn. Yep. And with the first turn of combat ended... Um, that is where we will go ahead and end it for this week. So say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.